Imagine not knowing what your income would be each week. Financial planning would be a nightmare. Almost 90% of Vision's income is free will donations. When supporters commit to monthly giving, it provides greater certainty when budgeting for regular expenses and weighing up new opportunities that arise. Knowing we can rely on regular gifts each month takes some of the guesswork out of operating a faith ministry. Monthly givers who share our mission are called Visionary Extra Mile Partners. And right now, you're invited to join this growing group of faithful supporters. The amount of your tax-deductible monthly gift is completely up to you. What is most important is knowing that you are standing with us to reach Australia for the gospel. Click the banner at vision.org.au or in the Vision app to find out more about becoming a Visionary Extra Mile Partner. It only takes a few minutes, but will have an eternal impact. Vision. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. So many people compare themselves with others and come to the conclusion, well, I'm not much good for anything. But each one of us has a gift, an ability, something that's just, well, us. I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today we're going to take a look at your God-given abilities from a different perspective. I remember when I was young, my mother was a music teacher and my sister Corrie and I both learned three instruments each. Mine were the piano, the clarinet and the piano accordion. And Corrie's were the piano, the violin and also the piano accordion. Now, I don't know if you've ever lived in a house where someone's learning the violin those first few years were diabolical. The screeching and the out of tune, it was so loud, it was just awful. Now, Corrie became a great pianist and violinist, but those first few years were ugly, let me tell you. Of course, my clarinet playing was fabulous right from the beginning. (laughs) Right. The point is, though, that when we first try something, often we're not that good at it. We have to persist for a while to discover whether it's our gig or not. But I wonder if that isn't why so many people are wandering around the world with this notion that they're not good at anything. I think we all have a sense of wanting to fulfil our destiny, doing the things we were meant to do, achieving the things we were meant to achieve, and being the person we were meant to be. But the more I talk to people, the more I discover how many people aren't happy with who they are. I spent a good many years of my life comparing myself with other people. Here's how it goes. Here's what we do when we compare ourselves with other people. All we see are their good points. Oh, he's athletic and good-looking. She's really intelligent and caring. He's so perceptive about other people. Boy, he's got great hand-eye coordination. Mm, That couple over there, everyone seems to like them. He's such a good cook and she has such a tidy house and they have such well-adjusted children. Do you see what's going on here? We construct some superhuman reality, which is a pastiche of the very best points of everyone we know, and then we can't live up to that unreality. And so all of a sudden, we come to the conclusion that, ah, I'm just a failure. Never mind that everybody we know is good at some things and not others. Never mind that each one of those people has weaknesses as well as strengths. We just construct an unrealistic image of perfection, of who we should be, and then we spend a lifetime fueled by the advertising industry with all these images of success, 
and we spent a lifetime trying to live up to something that no one could ever live up to. Hello? The grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. The family next door always seems more perfect than us. That job that your friend has, that's the perfect job. Look at mine. I'll never have a job like that. I'll never have a husband as good as hers or a wife as good as his. My children will never grow up to be like their children. My house will never look as nice. Are you getting the picture here? I wonder if we did a stock take of our strengths and weaknesses, maybe sitting down with a few people who know us really well, whether we would look at that and go, you know what, that's not a bad pluses and minuses ledger. You know, okay, there are some things over here that I'm not very good at, but actually, there are one or two things here. Oh, I am, I'm good at that. That's my gig, that's my shtick, that's what I do. The Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 12, verses 3 to 8, wrote this. He said, By the grace given to you, let me say this to you, don't think of yourself more highly than you should, but instead look at yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith that God's given to you. Just as each one of us has a body with many members, these members don't all have the same function. And so in Jesus, we who are many form one body. Each member belongs to the other. We actually have different gifts according to the grace given to us. If your gift is prophesying, then go and do that in proportion to the faith that God's given you. If it's in serving, well, for goodness sake, go and serve. If your gift is teaching, well, go and teach. If your gift is encouragement, then go and encourage people. If it's contributing to the needs of others, giving, well, for goodness sake, give generously. If it's leadership, then lead diligently. And if it's showing mercy, then go and do that cheerfully. Isn't that just beautiful? I love this passage. I come back to it often because what it says is, look, you can go and think of yourselves either too highly or too lowly. There's nothing worse than when you see someone who aspires to doing something or being someone and you look at them and you think, that's not them. If you see me, I'm, I'm five foot nine and a half inches tall. That's 174 centimetres if you think metric. Now, I may want to be a basketball player. I don't. But if I did, I could never become a basketball player. You know why? Because I'm just too short. I could never cope with six and a half to seven foot tall people on the other side. It's so sad when you see people aspire to something they just can't do. People who want to be leaders, even though they were never cut out to be a leader. People who want to be singers when they can't sing to save themselves. Have you ever watched those talent show auditions on television and someone comes out to sing and they think they're brilliant, but in fact they're terrible? It's embarrassing. It's painful. They look foolish. Come on. Paul's saying here, just like the body has many members and each one belongs to all the others, you too are like that. Some of you are a hand, some of you are an eye, some of you are a foot, and we need all of those things in a body. A foot can't do what an eye can do, a hand can't do what an ear can do, a nose can't do what my mouth can do. And the point is, all those differences together create a body, they create a community. That's what Paul's saying here. And when we get comfortable with our strengths and our weaknesses, with who we are, and in particular who we aren't, with the idea that we're all meant to be different and complementary, that's the way it's meant to work. It's such an exciting thing because you know what? We're not threatened anymore. We're not touched anymore. We can relax. We can enjoy the things that we're good at and let other people do the things we're not. And the very clear message is this. Do what you are made to do. Discover your gift, 
your unique talent and ability, that one thing that you're good at, that thing you really enjoy doing, and for Pete's sake, please go and do it. Go and be you, because that's what it means to fulfill your destiny. Right there, that's it. Of course, there are always going to be some things in our lives we have to do that we don't particularly enjoy. I love doing what I'm doing right now, but I'm also the CEO of this media organisation that produces these programs. There's the overall management, there's the finances, there's the administration, and all of those things have to happen in order for these programs to come to you. Are those administrative things my first love? No. And so I have people who do most of them, but I'm still responsible for them. Can I tell you, the day we appointed Elia Komu, our Indian director, who is also the overall financial controller of our whole organisation, was one of the best days of my life because he's so good at it and I don't have to worry about it anymore. Maybe you're thinking, oh, Bernie, I'm just, I'm just a young mum. You know, I'm, I love seeing my kids grow up. That's all I want to do. As though that's not one of the most important jobs on the planet. Oh, Bernie, I'm just an accountant. What? That's fabulous. I could never be an accountant. We need accountants. Thank God for Ellie. When we pick something up, a violin even, and put it into God's hands, when we're being the me we're meant to be, it is just the most awesome thing. And so many people spend so much of their lives doing jobs, aspiring to things that they aren't good at. I'm not saying set low standards. I'm not saying don't aim high. I'm, I'm someone who's always aimed high. I always think big. But you know, I don't think big about becoming a basketball player. What I think big about is doing the things that God made me to do. And when we persist and get good at those things, it's wonderful to be the me we were meant to be. Not someone else's me, but my me. Your me. Believe it or not, when God looks at you, wow, he loves you more than words can say. And he knows you better than you even know yourself. He has some incredible plans for your life ahead. And yet, come on, let's be honest, sometimes we don't quite know how to lay hold of those plans, yeah? That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called How to Live Your Life to the Full. And it's full of life-changing, practical Bible teaching to help you do exactly that, to be all that God created you to be. Amen? To request your free copy, visit ChristianityWorks.com. You'll see that free offer right there towards the top of the homepage. Click on it, pop in your name and email, and that e-booklet will be on its way to your inbox in just seconds. That web address again is ChristianityWorks.com. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.